The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, offering insights, wisdom, and counsel from the most respected CEOs. Here is the host of the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, John Crossman. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition. I am a special guest host, John Martinez. Super excited to be here and super excited about the guests we have lined up for you today. His name is John Crossman. John Crossman, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Let's just start off. What what's going on in the markets today? You know, it's really interesting, John. Um, as we're you know ramping up into this new year, uh, looking at the real estate market, it's continues to be a tale of two cities, right? So let's let's talk positive first. And this is going to sound negative, but it's okay. positive. You know, think about before COVID, what was the biggest story in retail real estate was the retail apocalypse, you know, like everyday time at retail closings and things like that. Then we had COVID, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, if there was ever a time in the history of the planet that all retail should have gone away, it was during that three or four year time. And guess what? It it didn't. Uh, But what did happen during that time was you had a really uh, pullback on new construction. Okay. So now you get into now's time. Uh, employment numbers are still way up. Like the numbers are still way high with lots of people employed. And so in some ways you look at the economy and say there's some positive things going on. And even if we, when we debate that people still have to eat, they still have to shop, they still have to get their dog's shots done. They still have to, you know, drop their kid off at daycare. And so when we look at retail real estate, we're really at some of the highest levels of occupancy in my entire 30 year career. Right. So let's start when they retail real estate, our centers are leased. And people are paying rent. Uh, when I was at the New York ICSC last month, and I talked to some of the major landlords across the country, it was the same thing. When you're saying, how are you doing? Like, you look at your portfolio, you, you own shopping centers. Are they leased? People paying rent? Are they doing good? And the answer is yes. So that's a very positive thing. Where it gets challenging is obviously the interest rates issue is is tough. You know, the access to capital across the board, that's challenging. So that's a thing. Uh, inflation and the concerns that it causes there for the consumer, that's absolutely challenging. And then on the tenant side, you know, when tenants are looking for new space, there's a limited amount of space. So that sort of pushes into we need more construction, more projects Mm -hmm. built. uh, And yet construction costs are still high. You know, things are taking longer to get done. So it's it's a hard market, right? Everything that we're doing right now, it's it's hard. uh, But we are seeing some consistent levels of success. It's just a lot of hours. Yeah. So what is it you're specifically doing with Crossmark right now in light of all that? Yeah, well, thank you. We uh, uh, first off, we're we're buying properties, and we closed on our fifth purchase at the end of uh, 2023. So we bought five properties, and they're going well. And what I'm excited about them is is that you know we bought some of these centers, so some are a little bit older. And one of the things we look to do is like do value add work, and a couple of them we added out parcels to them, okay. which that's a big deal. And when we can add an out parcel with a drive through, and that that helps again with that demand. So we've got that space. We've got um, uh, another two under contracts that so we're hopefully closing. And, you know, John, it's interesting. In the area of acquisitions buying properties, Central Florida has not had a long history of having local owners buy properties. Mm. Like most major markets, you got local people that buy stuff. Orlando has it. And so we really want to be those guys. And so if you're looking to trade a property and you want to know, hey, I want to sell it to a local group, and you might say, well, why would you care about selling to somebody local versus selling to somebody in another market? 
Well, when you're selling a property, these sales are very complicated. They're very intense. You, what you really want is certainty of close. If you're going to sell your property, you put it under contract, it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. And so when we're local guys and we don't have to be educated on who Publix is, and that's an easy one, right? But, right. but you know, what side of town that is, is that close to the tourist area? What does that mean? Or if that's in Winter Park and where, where's Winter Park? You know, like we understand those dynamics. And so hopefully it makes us to be able to move and close quicker. So we're focused on that, that work. Um, the second thing that we do is advisory work. And a lot of real estate companies do A-level advisory and they provide some services for free, which is great market day, things like that. That's not what we're talking about. We do a deeper level of advisory work where like, if you were like, hey, John, I've got a real estate department with 300 people in it and I'm trying to figure out what my next 10 years I'm supposed to do with this department and maybe I need to outsource, maybe I need to lay off, maybe I need to double in size and how do I do that? That's where I, you bring mm-hmm. us in. You ever saw the movie Michael Clayton with George Clooney? And he talked about, you know, I, I, I clean up mistakes. You know, the bigger the problem, bigger the mop. And sometimes that's what I feel about us. Or said another way, Josh, who's on our team, is a professor at Fordham University, will say, um, you know, sometimes as a consultant, you tell people their baby's ugly. Sometimes you have to tell them their baby's beautiful. And my friend's like, all babies are beautiful. And I'm like, no, I get it. It's metaphorical. It's like, right, 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 like right. literal, right? And then the last thing is brokerage and a big part of our brokerage is ramping up in our tenant rep business. And, you know, look, uh, we have Katie Wynn on the team. You know, Katie is uh, obviously clearly fluent in English, but she's also fluent in Vietnamese and fluent in Chinese. Wow. And so she's working with all these Asian restaurants and like that helps. And then Flavia Kenyango, you know, born in Uganda, came to the United States when she was eight years old, went to FAMU, President Real Estate Club, interned at Publix in the real estate department. And now has been in the business 10 years, right? And so stout producer doing deals. Uh, and then we got Genesee uh, of Colombian descent, speaks fluent Spanish, right? So like, you know, we have this ability to connect with national retailers, uh, regional, local. And you throw in there Brian Watson, whose dad was, whose father-in-law was a longtime president of Florida A&M, who's got a corporate experience. He used to work for McDonald's and several other high profile corporations. So we're able to connect with these different consumers, whether they're a modern mom and pop startup or a fortune 500 company through those different people and then represent those organizations and find the best real estate opportunities in central Florida. But you, you got the bases covered. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I wow. hope so. I mean, you know, look, I, I've always enjoyed um, going deep with clients sure. and providing a high level of service. Um, sometimes people say they're relational, but they're really kind of more transactional. They're just trying to get that deal done. And I've never enjoyed that part of it. That's why I always love doing so much business with publics, you know, I don't know the math of it. If you said, John, in your entire career, how many total deals have you touched with Publix? It's it's hundreds, right? Well, part of that is like, again, it's the relational aspect of that. And hopefully through repetition, you get better and you're able to see things and make deals happen faster or end deals quicker, right? Sometimes, okay. yeah. sometimes not a match. I had a tenant the other day reach out to us about a new development we're working on. And it's a smaller tenant. And the guy has said they needed 30 <laughs> reserve parking spaces for their small business. And I immediately was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And of course, one of the things I thought about is like, dude, you're 1,400 square feet. What happens to the business that's next to you that's also 1,400 square feet? Uh, do you even care that if that puts them out of business? Like, and, and I don't, it doesn't matter to me what that use is or how much credit they might have. That's not, that's not what we're interested in. We, we want to make sure that we're working with uh, people that, whether they're small, regional, or large corporate, they care about the community. Sure. Right? They're doing things. I, when I was in New York, I met with the, uh, the CEO of Regency. And gosh, I love Regency. And part of it is like, they care. Like, when I talk to them about what I'm doing with Florida A&M and Bethune-Cookman, 
They'll advise me. They give me insight. They give me resources. They help. So again, you can be big or small. It's just really having this uh, passion about being connected community. And that's who we're looking to partner with. That's awesome. I love that your passion for your local market and really digging deep there. Well, and this ends our first segment with John Crossman from Crossmark Services. And we'll be back right after the break. This is John Crossman. And I work with a lot of vendors in the commercial real estate industry. And I got to tell you, one of my favorite ones ever is my friends over at Construction Unlimited, Florida's premier roofing company. And they bridge the craftsmanship with the pinnacle of innovation. They're just one of the best groups because of the trust, the expertise, the quality, and my favorite part, they're really committed to the community. When you're thinking about roofing construction needs, keep Construction Unlimited at the top of your list. At JLL, we are reshaping the future of real estate for a better world. For over 250 years, our firm has remained committed to offering trusted and innovative solutions in commercial real estate leasing, management, investment strategies, and technology. JLL.com. See a brighter way. Here's a call to those who want to make an impact on their company, their community, or who possess a desire to make the world a better place. Crossman Career Builders provides the tools and resources for you or your company to make a difference on some of the toughest issues that we all face. Crossman Career Builders partners with CEOs, politicians, and pastors seeking to address problems of racism, mental health, addiction, justice, and suicide. CrossmanCB.com. Once again, here's John Crossman. Welcome back. John, tell me, you have for years worked on college campuses, guest lecturing, working with college students. What is your best advice today for a student that says, I'm really considering going into real estate professionally? Well, I appreciate the question. I, um, I love working with college students and I love that age. And it's, they're always so fascinating because sometimes they're, they're so smart and they are so energizing to me. And I really enjoy that. I will say though that, and you know, you're a dad and you've raised kids. Uh, sometimes you've got to repeat the same message seven, eight, nine times until mm-hmm. they kind of, kind of get it. And so I've been guest lecturing at colleges for about 25 years. And so there's a series of things that I'm always like really big on, you know, take, taking college students through. And, and again, it's not saying that I'm right, or this is all inclusive, but like, this is what I do. So the first thing is, is that when a student tells me they're interested in real estate, I try to give them this vision of like, be prepared to answer two questions. Um, what area of real estate do you think you want to work in? And where do you want to live? And let's talk about where you want to live first. Um, you know, when you ask college students, especially like achievers, and you'll say, where would you like to live when you graduate? And they're like, oh, I'll go anywhere. To which I always say, have you been to Mississippi? I'm kidding. My wife's from Mississippi because you know I love Mississippi. I used, yeah. to say, I used to say Detroit was my joke. And then people in the audience were like, I'm from Detroit and whatever. But my point being is that you don't really mean anywhere, right? Like, you know, and so I always try to say, in real estate, unlike other occupations, you're geographically focused. You know, my highest value, I mean, I'm known, you know, nationally for different reasons, but my highest value is Orlando, right? So sure. if you move me to San Diego, could I figure it out? Sure. But it'd be a lot better if I moved to Tampa than, than there. Like you're geographically focused. In a lot of areas of business, you can live all over the world. It doesn't work that way. So I tell students like, like you know, try to say something like, uh, my preferred market is Charlotte or Atlanta, or I prefer tier one or I prefer East coast. Or you could say, look, I like to be in Miami and I'm flexible, right? So sure. you're just trying to open the door. But if you say anywhere, what I think is nothing. So I'm trying to get them sort of geographically focused. 
And then the second part is really trying to get them focused on what area of the industry do you want to focus on, right? So real estate is a huge, big pie. And there's a lot of cool, exciting areas of real estate to work in that make a lot of money that people don't necessarily know about. Like one example would be is like being a mortgage broker for apartments. Like you're like, oh, is that a thing? Oh, it's a huge thing. It's a great business. Or, you know, building, you know, cold storage, you know, warehouse or something like that. Or, or across the board, any number of topics in real estate. And of course, a subset in that is like, do you want to be 100% commission? Do you want to be salary? You know, do you want to like, do you enjoy working with new people every day? Or do you like working with the, the same people all the time? Um, uh, my mom was saying this about my youngest daughter that, you know, she, uh, she did not enjoy working at um, Publix or Chick-fil-A. Not that those aren't great corporations. They are. She didn't enjoy the constantly interacting with new people. And so she'd rather work at a corporate Publix or corporate Chick-fil-A. She'd like to work in an environment where she's kind of seeing the same people. But again, that's sort of know thyself, right? Mm-hmm. And so if a student gets to a point where they're like, uh, hey, John, I'm really interested in industrial leasing in Houston, I probably can help them quickly get a path to get a job interview, right? Sure. But that's the space I'm trying to get them to. So how do we get them to that space? Um, well, first off, uh, if anybody wants to go to my website, and it's actually on either of my websites, Crossmark Services or Crossmark Career Builders, uh, we have a guide to commercial real estate. It's about 14 pages. Uh, read that cover to cover. It's an easy read, but there's just tons of quick resources in there to check out and understand. Here's an overview of you know commercial real estate. Uh, multiple universities across the country um, use that guide. I've seen it on websites of different universities like for, for their students. Uh, it's free. And, you know, uh, students will contact me sometimes and want to have lunch with me. And I'm always like, can't you read the guide first and then let's meet? Because sometimes then they don't want to meet, right? <laughs> right? Like right. either they they lose their interest in real estate or they're interested, but it's not me. And then I can help them like, hey, if you're interested in appraisal, let's connect you with somebody in appraisal. But it gives you this quick kind of overview. And there's things in there I recommend it, like um, different books I recommend to kids read and um, different trade associations. And just a segment, a segue on that is, I tell all college students who are really interested in real estate, join ULI, ICSC, and NAOP, N-I-I-O-P. Um, these are the three of the biggest real estate organizations in the country, and all of them uh, have student rates, so they're student-friendly. Okay. And so when I look at a resume from a student, um, the most impressive thing I see on there is did they go, are they members of those three groups? So you might say, well, what, John, have you got a resume from a kid that graduated from real estate at Cornell or... Wisconsin or FSU or Miami, um, you know, but then all of a sudden I get a kid from, you know, some other university and that other kid has a fact that they're uh, in those three clubs, the three trades organizations. That's the kid I want, right? You might think, really? Yeah. Or here's why. Because the kid that joins those clubs, I know they don't know how to follow directions, right? <laughs> they read the guide. Yeah. Someone told them to. So they did it, but, yeah. right? They spent a little money, okay? And, um, um, and then they're also learning the different, you know, jargon, right? I always tell kids like become a member of those groups and read their magazines, read their articles. And if you see something interesting, ask your professor about it. It's a reason to like reach out to somebody, you know, and, and talk to them about it. You can read out to industry leaders. So checking out those trade associations leverage. And the other thing too, is like, remember when I talked about where you want to be, what, when you're in the business. So if a kid reached out to me and said, Hey John, I really want to be in an in industrial live in, in Houston. I'd be like, well, good. Join a NAOP. The, the Houston chapter, right? Like, right. And then like, you're already a member. And then by the way, when you're home on break, go to some of their events, volunteer to work at their events, get a member, the roster of membership, right? Like just work the system. You know, that's, that's how you do it. Another thing I bring up to students is like LinkedIn and 
view LinkedIn as your little business, like, you know, and, and take your LinkedIn page and really dive into it. By the way, become connected to your fellow classmates on LinkedIn that are business majors. You know, 20 years from now, all your classmates will be players, you know, and like, it'd be good to know them now. Connect to your professors, connect to alumni, right? Like whatever university you're at, you know, go on LinkedIn and look at alums and reach out to them and say, Hey, I'm a, I'm a student, you know, uh, you know, Mike, I know is a big, big UF guy, dude, if somebody's a student at UF and they reach out to all these Gators and say, I'm a current student at UF, can I connect to you on LinkedIn? Some of them are going to like, boom, say yes. But like if two years later you're working for, you know, Cushman and Wakefield and you contact a senior guy at Collier's that's a UF alum, like, Hey, want to connect? Well, wait a minute, we're competing now. Right. So you have a card you can play in college that other people can't play. Mm. Right. So, so leveraging all, all that is key. And then the last, the big picture thing is like, is read great books. You know, when, when me and guys my age were in college, there really was two books in real estate you could read. One was uh, Trammell Crow Master Builder, which is a classic. And the other one was Arvidio by Donald Trump, a president, president, now former President Trump. But if you meet a guy that's my age and older, most of them have read both those books. But part of it was there was no other options, right? Well, now there's all kinds of great books out there. So students that reach out to me, if a student emails me and says, John, I'm interested in reading some books in real estate. What do you recommend? And by the way, I know some people think, well, you recommend your book, don't you? Well, no, because my book's not about real estate. It's about careers. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I do hope they read it, but it's it's a little bit different. So when kids reach out to me, I'll, I'll email them back and I copy Beth Azor, Blaine Strickland, Rod Sanamaso, and Gary Rappaport. I'll cop, openly copy those. And I say that these are my four favorite authors on real estate between the four of them, I don't know, like 10 books or something like that. But then you can interact with them directly if you want to, right? But I tell the kids, like, go buy all their books and read them, right? And by the way, those are the kind of people that at some point, if you have a career in real estate, you probably can meet them and get an autograph. Like, you know, yeah. I, I bet you if you were in New York and you went by Gary's booth and you were like, hey, can I can I step it up time to have you autograph my book? I bet they love it, right? The key is, John, is like, everything I'm saying is totally doable, but you got to do it. You got to hustle. You got to do it. But guess what? If you want to get real estate deals done, they're a hustle. So the first thing you got to sell is yourself. And hopefully these tools help students get there. That's great. And what percentage of kids that you give that advice to actually take it? On the first try, it's about 4%. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be in a college class, whether I mean it's UF, FSU, or Ole Miss, or UNC, or wherever I lecture, and there'll be real estate majors. And I'll give this. And it, I, there's never this overwhelming, crushing, you know, immediate, sure. like, I do think the percentage goes up over time, okay. right? Because you, you hear it multiple times. Um, but like, I'll, I'll tell kids all the time, if you have a guest lecture in your class, take a picture of them, post it on LinkedIn, quote them, tag them, tag their company, and write something about something they said. And I mean, I did this at uh, FSU one time, and I look in the audience, there's like 200 students. I see this girl, and she looks around, looks around, and she pulls up her phone, takes a picture of me, you know, and then she posted it, and that gal is having an explosive career but it's like she's taking advice and taking that risk. So that day it was one in 200. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, like you got to get in that rhythm. Yeah. But that's what makes for the great ones. That's great. We'll be right back. I'd like to thank Maynard Cooper and Gale PC for being a sponsor of our program. Maynard is a full service law firm with over 350 attorneys and 14 offices nationally who serve with professional excellence in everything from corporate and business matters to day-to-day legal issues. The office in Central Florida focuses its practice in real estate, corporate transactions and organization, banking and finance, along with trust and estates. To learn more, visit MaynardCooper.com. 
Crossmark Services is a commercial real estate firm offering a wide range of professional services, including advisory, brokerage and leasing, investing, and property management. Our staff comprises the industry's most seasoned professionals who possess the needed knowledge in real estate investments, analysis, and portfolio management to drive growth. See how Crossmark can work for you. That's CrossmarkServices.com. As the largest property tax practice in North America, Ryan's Professionals possess the local footprint and knowledge backed by a team with national expertise to help organizations minimize their property tax liabilities and ensure valuations are fair and accurate. With the Florida tax appeal deadlines approaching rapidly, local experts at Ryan work proactively with many jurisdictions across Florida well in advance of the August trim notice mailing to ensure our clients receive maximum tax savings. Guys, I use Ryan, and I hope you will too. Once again, here's John Crossman. Welcome back. Again, uh, my name is John Martinez. I'm the guest host today for Crossman Conversation CEO Edition. Our guest was John Crossman. And uh, now, the host of this show, we might add. Normally, <laughs> yes, that's, that's, this is his show. And we got to interview him today. I'm here with Mike Gilland, and uh, we're going dis- to discuss some of the things we heard uh, in that great inter- interview with John Crossman. Yeah, this has got to be different for you. For number one, you're normally on the other end of the mic. It's true. And John is like, uh, he owns the space on this real estate stuff, man. So he's got yeah. it down. So, yeah, Mike, so. What, what jumped out, uh, out to you uh, in hearing John talk about? College students and the market today. Well, starting with the first segment that you guys did on the market, I I think the one thing that jumped out to me in that one is the importance of being a part of the community. Sure. You know, for real estate people, professionals who are trying to get in and make a mark for their own life and for their company, obviously, that's what all of us who are working, we want to succeed and make success the person that we're working for and i i think his advice to say get involved with people that uh, you live with i i think a lot of people don't they don't necessarily see the tie in to being successful in their job as to how they are interacting while those efforts are going on with the community around them so get involved if you're a, a kid if you're a student uh, get involved in in the clubs that uh, you have an opportunity to take part in. Those things will bring dividends. Absolutely. One of the things that jumped out to me when you were talking about the real estate uh, market is that we've been hearing for years that that brick and mortar is is dying out for years. For years, and, and it's yeah. and as online sales have increased, logically you'd think uh, the brick and mortars will continue to suffer. But it sounds like the brick and mortars that he's talking about the the is as healthy as it's ever been. In which some is ways, shocking. I, I think that's true, John, because yeah. the fact that you, you know, I heard those same reports about one of the brick and mortars that I've loved for years is Best Buy. Okay. And people were saying that all of the Amazon stuff mm-hmm. is going to kill these big box stores like that. But the truth of it is, is that even to this day, with all of the people who use Amazon and all these other ordering online, you can't go into Amazon and and look at a piece of gear that you're wanting to buy, but you can do that at Best Buy. So there's got to be some value. They're still around. Yeah. I, I think that's important. Another thing that really struck me was uh, the, the importance of being uh, an encourager to kids. Mm. I think just in general, I, I think a lot has to be said about John's success in the fact that he is not happy just being a business success. 
he is works, in my mind, tirelessly to see young people catch every opportunity they can to become a success. And there's that's that's not a uh, an everyday thing you see in just every individual. Absolutely. And one of the things I love about the stories he tells is that how over time that has hugely impacted his success in real estate. Like you think some people look at that and say, well, it's kind of wasting time. It's not it's not getting deals done when you're going to speak at a college campus. But what he's able to do is he's able to pull in like minded folks in the industry that love what he's doing. And it's setting up those relationships and deals for down the road. Right. It's, it's like a long-term investment that pays dividends down the road. It's, you know, that day he's in a he's at a college campus. He's not closing a deal or, or starting a deal, but it's paying off hugely down the road relationally with other like-minded people in, in the industry. And you know, what's amazing about that is to hear him say that only 4% of the students that yeah. he gives this opportunity to really take him up on it. And that's shocking when you consider Here's a guy who, in my mind, is an unmitigated success in real estate. I mean, he's done it for years, and yet 4% of the people that he's talking to, only 4%, grab hold of the reins and says, hey, I could ride this steed for a while here, too. It is shocking. It is shocking. But, man, I I always enjoy listening to John's thoughts, his... uh, I, I think he's an expert at social media, and just uh, we're about out of time here, but I know that he really uses and teaches kids to jump in on things like LinkedIn and take advantage of yeah. it because it's a great opportunity. Well, thank you for listening today. My name is John Martinez. I was the guest host today on Crossman Conversation CEO Edition. Special thanks to John Crossman for being the guest today. And thank you, Mike, for this conversation. This has been the Crossman Conversation CEO Edition with your host, John Crossman. Tune in next week for another talk with an experienced CEO that will help bring clarity to your business endeavors. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.